Mexican Americans don't like to just get into gang fights. They like flowers and music and white girls named Debbie too. White girls named Debbie too. Mexican Americans are named Chata and Chela and Chema and have a son-in-law named Jeff. Or Todd. Mexican Americans don't like to get up early in the morning, but, but they have to, to so, so they do it real slow. What's up, family? Welcome back to Still Searching Podcast. This is going to be a fun episode. Uh, we're talking brown face, cultural appropriation, all kinds of different things, and uh, it's going to be a fun episode. It's a serious topic, and we actually take a real light approach to it because that's just how Gilda and I deal with our with serious stuff. We just kind of make a joke out of it, but definitely is a serious um, topic. Uh, racism is not cool. We do not condone it. We are not down with it at all. But these are interesting conversations that we need to have, and um, we got a good one today. Um, I kind of wanted to just in the beginning here, just kind of just give a quick disclaimer. These are, you know, our own ideas. This is just what we're thinking. Um, not saying they're right or wrong. This is just us talking <laughs> a little offensive Cheech and Chong music here. Shout out to Cheech and Chong. Um, yeah. So I wanted to um, read something. I'm, I kind of want to redeem this episode in the beginning. <laughs> Not that it's bad. It's a great episode. It's actually probably one of my favorites. Um, but, you know, just the, it's a it's a heavy topic. And, you know, we, we have our own opinions on it. But I wanted to share something that uh, was written by uh, a daughter of one of my church community members. Um, her name is uh, Kira Karatsu. Uh, daughter of Wayne from Mission Hills. Um, she wrote a, a beautiful piece. I'm going to link to it. It's called The Commodif- Commodification of Asian Americans. And it says this. I'm just, just an, This is just a little excerpt. I'm going to link to the whole article. But the thin line between cultural appropriation and cultural appreciation is wavering, fragile, and blurred. By the way, she is a Japanese-American. While I absolutely love sharing sukiyaki recipes or showing others how to fold paper cranes to have someone befriend me explicitly because I'm Japanese is a reality that I do not want to face. It shouldn't be this way. Young, impressionable Asian boys shouldn't have to think that their only worth comes from comments on a TikTok post saying that they wish they could date an Asian guy. Teenage girls shouldn't worry about whether or not They fit the Asian baby girl, or ABG for short, beauty standards in order to be deemed as likable. The production, labeling, and commodification of Asian Americans needs to stop. We are not important, made to suit your whims, and we should not be complicit to a system that perpetuates these unobtainable standards. We are not your idols, your anime characters, or your tokens. And as much as our current media wants to push it, we are not a trend. We are human. So, uh, man, what a beautiful piece. And that's just a little part of it. 
Um, once again, like I said, we're going to link the entire article there, but I feel the same way about our brown culture, Hispanic culture, Latinx culture, which we even talk about that word Latinx, like who came up with that? What does that even mean? Um, so yes, I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, this, I love this new format. Uh, season one was all about me interviewing people and season two is more of a conversation between two friends and you guys get kind of get to just sit in on it. And, um, that's, uh, it's before I used to actually hate podcasts where it's just sort of small talk and I just wanted to get to the point, but I actually really enjoy that about this new, uh, flow for season two. So, you know, we catch up in the beginning and then we jump into the topic, but have a great time. All right, guys, let's jump into this episode real quick. Um, we have a phone number, so you can call in, leave us your messages, your complaints, your your angry responses at this episode. Our phone number is 818-732-0980. That's the still searching hotline, 818-732-0980. Leave us your Valentine's message, your love messages for our Valentine's episode coming up very soon. You want to hear your love story. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Subscribe on your favorite platform. And if you'd like to support us, you can do so on the uh, link in the show notes. Thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoy this episode on Brown Face. Being Mexican-American is tough. Anglos jump all over you if you don't speak English perfectly. Mexicans jump all over you if you don't speak Spanish perfectly. We've got to be twice as perfect as anybody else. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Why, what's so funny? Nothing. I'm serious. Nothing. Our family serious, has man. been here for centuries, and yet they treat us as if we just swam across the Rio Grande. I mean, we got to know about John Wayne and Pedro Infante. We got to know about Frank Sinatra and Agustin Lara. We got to know about Oprah and Cristina. Anglo food is too bland, and yet when we go to Mexico, we get the runs. Now, that to me is embarrassing. Oh, Japanese Americans, Italian Americans, German Americans, their homeland it's is on the other side of the ocean. <laughs> Ours is right next door, right over there. And we got to prove to the Mexicans how Mexican we are, and we got to prove to the Americans how American we are. We got to be more Mexican than the Mexicans and more American than the Americans, both at the same time. It's exhausting. Man, nobody knows how tough it is to be a Mexican-American. Well, Dad, you know, it's a good thing we have frijoles and tortillas to keep oh, our strength up for the job. Now you're making <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm menudo. Hey, menudo. Mm, hey. menudo. <laughs> now you're making me hungry. <laughs> Did she did she say it wrong? No, not at all. Menudo. Menudo. <laughs> not menudo. <laughs> Welcome back to season no, wait. Still searching podcast episode number season 2 episode number it's early. 4. Yeah, it's <laughs> early in the morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back, Kildy. How are you? I'm doing good, Joshy. Thank you. Um today's episode we're going to be talking about brown face cultural appropriation more towards um hispanic culture this is the t this is one that you and i had talked about last year 
You're like, we should talk about this on the podcast. So we're going to talk about it today. You ready for this? I'm ready. Are you? I'm ready. But before that, how was uh, how you doing? I'm doing good. How was your week? Good. You um, you got a lot of good feedback on on our episode, our previous episode. We we got yeah. a lot of good. Well, feedback. I mean, you did, but you're always so humble. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah, both yeah. of us because people say that we make a good team. How's your OnlyFans account coming on? <laughs> How much money did you make this week? Nothing. <laughs> why not? You know why. Is it? Is it? We a, need to get the fan base. People yeah, don't want to pay. You got to do the free subscription first. Like, How do you know? You hook them first. Wait, how do you know? I'm, I'm just assuming. It's Busted. <laughs> That's another busted challenge. <laughs> busted. Are you sick of those videos? Because I'm not. Uh, I'm like, I am not falling for this clickbait. And the next thing you know, I'm like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. I mean, the funny ones, I like all the funny ones. The ones that like do something different instead of like actually like busting it. Being sexy. Yeah, like the, like the, the, the funny ones. That's what makes these things like funny to me. Let us know if you want to see Josh do a, a challenge cannot, like that. I cannot do it. I'm already, I'm sore. I worked yesterday and like my, I could barely lift my arms right now. And when I sat down, I heard my knees like crack, snuggle Crunch, <laughs> Crunchy knees so he won't be doing it either. <laughs> and then, yeah. and then I, I had a freaking cramp And this we're not morning. even that old. <laughs> I, we're, I'm feeling old because I, this morning I felt like an alien was popping out of my calf. I had a cramp like was like i wanted to cut my leg off for because it. you worked yesterday i don't yeah and then i'm freaking sore i'm like what the heck i'm like i'm, I'm and i old. told you last old. week i was like it. what's wrong with me i woke up sore and i'm not even like sore from anything in particular just my whole upper body was sore so then i'm like is it rona is it age is it the weather everything <laughs> <laughs> because you like you internalize like the rona or when somebody gets it yeah like, i didn't tell you what happened this week huh no what happened so i served you coffee for everybody no you spiked the coffee with rona <laughs> you because you gave me this mug in particular when i usually you give me a red cup yeah that's my cup and you're like i want the red cup <laughs> say it like and that. i give you the red cup and you spill it and well, because it, it was to spilled me. to the brim. <laughs> You're so rude sometimes. Anyways. Anyways. So at work, I do the coffee for everybody. And some guy crept up behind me and he touched my shoulder and he said, can I get some coffee? And I was like, yeah, sure. Well, the next day he didn't show up to work because he had Rona. Oh. I know. And I know you can't get it from somebody like patting your shoulder. But I was like, I but was like, what if, what if, if he I, and I was like, oh, my God, what if he, like, touched his eye and now his droplets are on me and my throat. <laughs> on <your> shoulder. <laughs> on my shoulder. So all day my throat was hurting, my head was pounding, my body was aching. Yeah, because whenever you find out somebody has has it, you, like, feel sick. It, like, I your need, mind makes it real. I, but I do. Like I do, though. I do feel symptoms. Like, my throat really does hurt. Yeah, it's like your mind makes it real. Does that ever happen to you? I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of anything that 
Well, like, you know, it's it may called be. sympathy pain. Is it? That makes sense. Maybe it's because you're not an empath. How do you know? Because you told me. How do I know? What? Okay, wait, what? You're not an empath. Okay. So you like- maybe you like hear about people's pain and you're like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sensitive to pain, other people's pain. Do you like inflicting pain? No. That's a whole other episode. No. Like in a fun way? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, like, like BDSM stuff or is that what you're talking about? Sure. Or like making people hurt. I know some people that like pain. But what kind of pain are you talking about? I can't read you. Are you talking like sexually or making yes, people feel like. Yes, there's some people like, that like sexual pain and then there's some people that actually like a narcissist might like. Get off infl- on. Get like, off on, on pain. On, on making you feel like Yes, shit. I was actually, I, that's the first thing I opened up today on Instagram. Um, it was a post about narcissists and the caption um, clearly defined them or explained how they don't, they are not happy until like some people get happy off of a movie or off of like a breakfast or I don't know, but narcissists get off on inflicting pain on other people, like emotional pain, suffering. And only when that is caused, are they like carefree and at ease. Dang. Which creates a toxic cycle in a toxic relationship. But that's a whole other episode that. (laughs) Yeah. That's a, we should bring in, like a counselor or a psychiatrist or something like that. Yeah, we should. That's, um, no, I'm not into that. (laughs) No, but then there's, you know, people that are actually into like freaky things in the bed. Oh yeah. No, I'm pretty vanilla. Fun. (laughs) Good to know. (laughs) Okay. I remember you and you and, uh, I remember hearing you and your, your partner talk about what's your safe word at one point when I first met no, you guys like a long no, time ago. No, I told you that I had a safe word with my work data at work. Which is <laughs> no, I told you recently that at work, me and my work dad, Pablo, had a safe word. And that's probably not the correct term, but just in case somebody <laughs> came in to sheet up only for-, for sex. <laughs> Is it? It's, yeah, it's supposed to be. Like, did you see that one meme that was floating around not so like a couple weeks ago? He said the safe word wrong, and she's like whipping him off. No, that's not the safe word. It's like he literally just mis- mispronounced the safe word. No, I should have had that one queued up. Yeah. Uh, did you catch the um, inauguration? Yeah. No, not at all. Oh, you were at work that day. I had like memes, like so many memes to share on my story and then that day came and i went numb i didn't want to i didn't have interest in talking about it seeing it mm. i think i asked you um you know was there anything in particular that like stood out besides the fact that the the dark cloud that was over the united states for 4 years is gone the funk <laughs> <laughs> That hovering, lingering funk. And how about Melania just like walking away from him? In the, like, <laughs> she she, she never was so liberated. She was never She's interested in this, in any of this. Like she never None. Cared she about never it. faked it. Yeah, she just didn't She's care at all. She's a real ass bitch. 
Yeah. It's Do we like her. her? No. We don't like her? No. She's married to Donald Trump. Why would I like her? That's her curse. I don't know. You know, okay, can I tell you my theory real quick on, what's her name? Mimi. Who's Mimi? Mimi for short. Oh. That's her name on on social media. Um, Melania. Melania. Okay, here's my theory real quick on Melania. I think that he just like basically shopped for her like a Russian bride. I know she's probably not Russian, but like a male. Yeah. Yeah. She's beautiful. Um, No, she looks weird. But anyways, I think that he just like shopped for her. She fell like as a sugar daddy Mm -hmm. and then had her probably her plan to like, okay, I'll stick around for, you know, one or two years and then I'll bounce. And then next thing you know, this fool's like running for president. No, well, they have been together for a minute. You're defending them. I'm, not, I'm, <laughs> I'm putting the facts out there. They've been together for a while. Prior yeah. to the presidency? Yeah. Well, I didn't think that she was going to last that long. That's just my theory. Okay. And the next thing you know, he's Theory's running for president. And uh, not facts. Yeah. Okay. No, well, she, I think I read somewhere that they had, even when they were together or just married, they took like six months for them to work out their prenup or something like that. Could be wrong. We don't really fact check (laughs) 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 on the spot. We just, we're just going. Um, How'd you like the progressive shooters episode? I loved it. I loved it. And I'm now I'm really sorry that I missed it. It's because it was on a Sunday and that's usually like. Family day in football. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had mentioned it to you. Well, you know, when we, you and I started talking about guns, you were really closed off. Like, really closed off. Yeah, let's talk on that real quick. Um, so, I think, what, like, late summer? Well, early in the year, last year, you had talked about you wanted this iPhone, and, like, half the year, Josh talked about this iPhone that he wanted. I wanted the new iPhone because they, they redesigned it more like the four. Yeah. And he kept sending me like specs, like, should I get this one or that one? And I know what a big like techie he is. So I was like, do your thing, chicken wing. And, you know. Yeah. Cause I was going to get like, I actually was going to buy the, the whatever. Uh, they released a new iPhone, like a cheap one. It was like $399, but it had the specs of the 12. Yeah. And then mine was like clunky and slowing down because that's what they do. That's right? what they do, yeah. Planned obsolescence where your phone's going to crap out after like two and a half years, you know what I mean? Or it starts mm-hmm. to slow down, whatever. But So they, you were going to get this phone. And you were like, just get the good one. Yeah. I was like, all right. Yeah, so you were going to kind of do that for your birthday. And then, I don't know if it was before your birthday or after your birthday. Um... You had said, we have this group Oasis on Thursday nights, and um, you sent me a message that night after a group, and you said, by the way, something to the effect of, like, I'm getting a gun. I'm not getting the phone. I'm getting a gun. This is my recollection of it. Yeah, I got a gun. I think I already, I think you I said had I, you had No, I think I said it? I got the gun. I purchased the gun. Oh, so you had already gotten it. No, I got it like that day or whatever. Okay, so you had gotten the gun and you just dropped it on my lap that night. And I was like, I felt all kinds of, like, I felt mad and I don't know why. Because that's, I had made this idea of you in my head 
Right. And I don't even know what that means now. Yeah. But I just... Guns just, I associated them with violence. With yeah, violence complete, and macho, a, nasty, just like... And I was like, that's not Josh douche, at all. Douche yeah, baggery. total douchebag. And Which I totally can be a douche for sure. Anybody okay, who but, knows me knows that's true. Yeah, but not in that sense. Not yeah, like yeah. in a, you know, like, well... Yeah, like like truck nuts kind of, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, just be, you know, you walk around looking like a douche. Yeah, and saying <laughs> douchey things. So you're not that guy, but um, I was like, what the hell? And then I think this one time at a barbecue, I think you shot a squirrel by... I didn't shoot the squirrel. I was trying to shoot But I was squirrel. really upset. I was like, don't shoot it! Yeah. No, it was a possum. It was a possum. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually... You know what? I actually like possums now because I, I read because something. Because of me? And, no, it was because of Frankie at school. No, it was uh, I read something about them and they're 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 kinda cool. They're just kinda ugly looking, but they look like Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, shade grenade at Taylor. She's what? not listening. <laughs> what does Taylor Tay -tay. do? Tay <laughs> She's beautiful. I love her. Oh okay, so she looks like a possum. But she just looks like a possum. Possum ass face. <laughs> no, Awesome face, bitch. <laughs> no. Why would you say that? That's a douchebag coming out. You're so mean. No, but was, it was a, it was sort of an inside joke. So I was looking at you because we were talking about somebody and you had called somebody a dog, a face. dog face, bitch. <laughs> I was like, oh okay. man, yeah. I still stand by that. By the way, <laughs> wow. So I just had this idea of guns, and I didn't associate that with with you. Mm -hmm. So when you told me, I was really, really upset. I was like, ugh. And I just, because most of the time that we communicate, it's, you know, it's not in person positive, or anything. Yeah, and it's but positive. But we're talking like positive stuff, right? So um, I was like, I'm just, plus it was late at night and I had a lot to say. So I'm like, I'm just not going to respond. So then the <laughs> next day we picked up and you were like, hey, you didn't really say anything about what I told you. And I still kind of dodged it. Mm -hmm. And then you kept poking at it and poking at it. And, and I just kept quiet. And then I just was like, look, that's not what I. Yeah. Do you remember what I said? I don't remember. To be honest. I was just upset. I was yeah. like, I that's not what I associated. I said I didn't think that you had that in you. Yeah. And then I, I try to clarify like my position. You try to clarify it and I was still upset. And then I said, Well then I think we're just gonna agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. So we left it at that. At that. Yeah. No, and then we talked about it afterwards, like like we talked about it and you explained your dream, your reoccurring mm -hmm. dream and um, you know, how you weren't planning on really using it. It was just as protection and something that made you feel safe. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's, it's your household. You have to protect your family. So you have to do what you have to do. So um, we've kind of just left it at that. And I know sometimes you go shooting. And then now, because we're friends, I'm like, I want to go shooting. <laughs> let's do it whenever you're ready I, when i go shooting though i go shoot the shotgun i don't go shoot like the pistol it's a waste of time yeah it well tom it tom, tom tom would anyway so what was your favorite part about tom's interview you had mentioned it 
the other day and you were you were talking to Tom too, sliding in his DMs and you were like, I'm the other co host. Rude, <laughs> that's not that <laughs> you're so terrible. No, he was he was really nice and gracious to No, to what I me. wanted but to shout do Shout out to Tom from LA Progressive Shooters. I was like progressive shooters, that just sounds I don't know. Oxymoron. Yeah. And then I started listening to the episode and I was like, wow, 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 at Tom. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Just Tom? <laughs> All right. Um, Gilda's first and only season. At- <laughs> <laughs> Fired. <laughs> first and last season. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Um. No, he's just so passionate and um, also empathetic. Mm-hmm. Like this is a this is something that he truly is passionate about informing people on correctly. Like right now, as I was driving here, I was finishing up the episode and his experience with like you know taking his. I want you guys to listen, please. Like I hope that you guys have listened to this episode because me myself, I was like, oh god, this is gonna be like a. <laughs> <laughs> episode like and they're gonna be talking about things like you know clips and whatever lube and <laughs> you mean magazines matt i don't know what they're called say say your magazines okay <laughs> it, we do that's... use lube by the way it yeah is, I, I use something called shooter lube okay you gotta lube the gun i'm sure you do yeah um so yeah i just thought that that's what the episode was going to be about. I was like, oh, God, they're going to talk about shooting. Is this going to be like, <sighs> boring? <laughs> and then here's Tom, who's like, you know, so sweet and so passionate and so authentic. And he actually doesn't refer to a gun as a gun. He refers to it as a tool. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was trying to tell you last year. And you recently asked me, you said, would you be comfortable ever, you know, owning a weapon or something to that effect? And mm-hmm. and I was like, no. And right. now after, f- honestly, after finishing this episode, I feel so foolish if I'm being completely honest with you. Yeah, because you don't listen to me. And you take somebody else to say what I've been trying to tell you. But I like, did listen to you because you've turned me on to so many things and... I think that's, we were both judgmental at times. Sometimes I tell you things and you're like, ah! but then we always give each other a chance and we always end up like, yeah, you know, working it out. So shout out to Tom. It was a great episode. Um, I also Tom, got- you're amazing. I'm going to keep sliding in your DMs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, and then we got hit up by my homies at uh, Mookstar Mook at uh put the stress down ptsd we got invited to go on you so and excited. i excited we're touring now yeah we're gonna be on the put the stress down podcast he uh reached out and really enjoyed the progressive shooters episode and said uh he wants you and your new co-host meaning you to come on oh are you ready for that yeah i'm ex- i'm super excited yeah so look out for that and then who's the one that sent you that um that message, that angel. What? Which one? Somebody sent you a message saying that we're a good team. I don't know. What are you and talking he- about? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, fool. 
I think one of your cousins or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. My cousin Renee um, really loves you. Oh. You're you're great. Renee has been on the show before. Shout out to Renee. My cuz, well, you know, we were talking about doing like a love line type of ex- episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a line. We were working yeah. that out. We almost like. We have a phone number where you can call in and leave messages for for future call-ins. We can do live call-ins. We can do, you can leave messages and we're going to play your messages. And also for the Valentine's Day, little message. What's the number? Do you know it? No. I forgot. We were trying to figure it out this week because. It's a virtual line that can ring on multiple devices and we're trying to fix it we're trying to fix it and josh was he thought that i was doing something wrong turns out it wasn't me it it was you a little bit you were like you couldn't never whatever we fix it (laughs) you were you were gonna get mad that i was getting a little or i was getting a little spicy you were getting a little spicy or annoyed yeah so today's episode transitioning I grew up on this song my dad used to play this all the time why are you covering your face like that I'm cold my nose is cold hey fool (laughs) (laughs) you can't get sick if you're already a sick ass fool (laughs) LA I music. love this. Why haven't you played this at a barbecue? I have, bro. This is El Chicano, homie. I've played this plenty of times. Where you been? In the clouds. This reminds me of like the Mission District, though, in San Francisco, like for sure. And East Los Angeles, like heavy LA. I can close my eyes and Chicano see all vibes. the vibrant colors. Boyle of- Heights, the smell of carnitas being. Boiled. Of what? Carnitas? Carnitas? Yes. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. Stop trying to correct my whiteness, my coconutness. Your coconutness. My pochoness. Today we're going to talk about cultural appropriation, more specifically, brown facing. So I don't know if anybody saw this movie. By the way, I had to scold you because we're going to talk about something that you didn't do your research on. Oh, yeah. The whole. Sorry, I don't have time. Everything that sparked I this whole time. controversy last year was Shia LaBeouf. 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 Shia LaBeouf playing a character in a movie called The Tax Collector. I'm just going to play just a little bit of a clip so you can hear what's going on. You heard of me? You heard of me, fool? What have you heard? I heard you the devil. It might be. Ah, come on, fool. Good, eh? <laughs> Every gang in LA come on, fool. has to pay their taxes. What's up, Holmes? Wake up. If you stack short, go rob a bank. Rob your own mother. There's no excuses. Do not test that. Oh, hey, whoa, whoa. You guys look like a couple of monsters. What the hell, man? Yeah, but I'm at peace with that. What's up, Johnny Cash? How about that time you gave me like three different STDs? Are you kidding? Just kidding. Just kidding. You got your wife, you got your kids, you got your castle. Daddy! 
I'm supposed to terrorize the herd. That's my function. God allows me to walk through the darkness and come back into the light. What did you see in me? I heard that you were this big bad gangster. You're taxing 43 different street gangs. That's thousands of dudes in the most violent subculture in Los Angeles. The count's short. Who are you? In the future, and you the past. You got your kids. You want to buy them back? You don't think he wants to spill blood? He wants to cut your heart off. Can't run with what's left. I got a 380 on each ankle, 38 on my right, 25 on my left, chopper in the trunk, locking my belt. I'm on it. Took my kids, man. I'm riding with you till the wheels fall off. You're bad. You ain't that bad, all right? Open your mouth. You splatter your brains out. I don't want that. I do. I want that. I want that. All right. So that was the movie that uh that now I want to go watch it, and it's perfect weather for me to go watch it. You know, to be to be honest, I didn't really like the movie. I know you didn't. You liked the Peanut Butter Falcon instead, right? Oh, Peanut Butter Falcon was dope. Okay, okay. So, so Shia LaBeouf is the character that got. Uh, what, what the heck, bro? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck was if that? That would have been me. <laughs> It I can't be even. A, I can't even take a sip of my coffee right now. <laughs> well, the problem is my it. phone is plugged in, so you're gonna hear it. <laughs> that was the pest control company who no sold me for like a month. Now they're trying to come. Watch, I'm not gonna let them in. Oh my god. Okay, so it was a controversial. I can't say that it's not an episode if I don't mispronounce a word. Yeah. Controversial movie amongst the fools community. Because Mm-mm. Mm-mm. here, here's the here's okay. okay. Let me correct you because you didn't see the movie. Let's, let's. But I saw the memes over everybody being yeah. there were they were either it they was were like accusing, black and white. Either. They were accusing Shia of being playing brownface. Brownface, right? So, and to others like you, it was you know like an honor. It was nothing. It it was like nothing. It wasn't. It didn't um, bother you at all. It didn't bother me at all because he wasn't playing a mexican he wasn't playing uh somebody who's supposed to be brown he's it supposed wasn't, to be playing an angelino it wasn't uh like natalie wood playing a cuban <laughs> in west side story have you seen that no you never seen west side story no josh wow well <laughs> in that movie that, that's an old old movie and back hollywood is notorious oh, natalie for this. wood i'm thinking natalie portman <laughs> no natalie was an old movie so Hollywood is notorious for casting white people to play like Egyptian Egyptian roles. And, yeah, hello, hello, Jim Crow. Yeah, it's like, are you that out of touch? Um, but no, so he he wasn't playing, you know, a Latino. He was playing him. He was playing a dude that grew up in the hood, mm-hmm. and he was down with his homie. That's it. He talks like, like the streets but he's not trying to play he wasn't trying to portray a brown person and that's what you thought that's what i was 
reading on social media all these memes mm-hmm. and um you know post about brown face yeah and we of course because that's what we do is we share memes mm-hmm. we talked about it this was last year too do you have any safe i can't find anything <laughs> no no i didn't i just remember telling you this would be a great episode for you yeah not knowing that you would make me a co-host um and then I said, you know, we should do brown face. Um, do you want to quickly explain what um, cultural appropriation is? Or I can say it real quick. Yeah. It's um, for those of you who are not familiar with cultural appropriation, it's basically an inappropriate and exaggerated adaptation of one's culture's ideas or practices. Think of a white guy in a big fat mustache wearing a poncho and a big sombrero for Halloween. A white guy. Yeah, a white guy. Or think um, just most recently and reoccurring, the Kardashian sisters, you know. um, Oh, yeah, you have a problem with that. Yeah, a big problem with that. Um, You know, when they go ahead and beat the face with bronzer, lay their edges down, braid i actually a few months ago did a side-by-side post of kylie and i think meg meg the stallion Mm -hmm. oh that's right literally side by side um you know just a diluted version of african-american culture and i have a huge problem with people just trying to copy the aesthetic of Of a culture you know and then you can come back and you can say it would have been great what about other other um non-white or people of color colors cultures copying other people of color cultures what about that explain what you mean like what if a mexican dude or a mexican girl did that i feel like is it the same i feel like you do that sometimes i do that yeah like like how Ding, 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 first round. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like, like back to pochos. Well, not back. Introducing the word pochos. When I said that word, you didn't know what that meant, right? No, I knew it. Of course I know what it meant. I've been called a pocho my entire life. What are you talking about? Okay, and how do you feel about that? It is what it is. It's just like water. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother you at all? No. Okay, because I was called um, at work. They said... Gilda, what's your, you know, we're, you're Mexican, right? And I was like, no. I thought you're Mexican too, by the way. Everybody thinks I'm Mexican. And let's, let's get that out there. I'm not Mexican. What are you? I'm Salvadorian. Wow. Wow. <laughs> because we that. We just lost followers. We just lost. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's talk about that too, because that's a whole other thing. Racism within our, our Latin cultures latin by the way who coined latinx have you ever heard i like latinx i use latinx have you ever heard any person Me? of brown color actually use latinx Me? i haven't Me? it feels like a white person coined that term like i've never no it's no it's it's us okay. because you don't, don't want to be identified as latino or latina so you I, just put know, latinx but it just seems like something a white person would do <laughs> we wouldn't say we don't want to be a, you know what i mean There's so much to say this episode. No, that's more like, but we'll get into that later. Um, No, so I'm Salvadorian and I'm 
an immigrant. I came here. Um, Wait, you weren't born here? <laughs> Are you friends? <laughs> <laughs> do you do you even know me? <laughs> do you even know me, Joshua? <laughs> I, d- I didn't know you were not born here. So you really you didn't know my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I didn't I didn't know that, I swear. You're so fake right now. <laughs> what? You did not know that I was not born here. I do not recall. You, oh, you, you know that. what? I talked to Angelina, Josh's daughter. I talked to Angie about this all the time. So I was not born here. I came at the age of like two and a half, three with my mom. She mm. gave me up at the border to a lady wow. with a promise that I would be on the other side of the border. Wow. And Angie, this is when um, I was so hypersensitive with the kids in cages because mm. I feel now like... That's so traumatizing. I can't imagine. Can you imagine giving up your kid at the border with the promise of like, yeah, you'll get no on the other side. Wow. You know, would you do that? Like, that's, that's insane. That's. that's And now I tell Angie, I'm like, can you imagine if they wouldn't have given me back to my mom? Like, what if they would have like sex, sex trafficked me or Mm. like, yeah. Or what if they did for like a week and I don't remember it or something? Oh my God. I like, I got super emotional with Angie about it. And she's like, you know, I guess that's why I'm surprised that you don't know because it feels like we talked about it, but really it was, was I talked about with Angie. Angie. Yeah. And she doesn't tell me like, no, which is what I love because she's a whole other thing. Yeah. yeah, She's such a safe place. And, anyways. Um, so yeah, I came here, I'm an immigrant. I was raised as an immigrant and people say, well, you don't have an accent or you're so, um, yeah. you know, yeah. you, you don't, you don't speak it or look it. Right. And I'm like, uh, what am I supposed to speak? Okay. Or look like? Gracias. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they want to be your token little brown girl. <laughs> yeah. I, um, <clears throat> But yeah, so well, okay. What is so? So you're a pocho, and I'm meaning a, what? What does that mean for our white people, our white friends that listen? We have a lot of white listeners. Oh yes, 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 yes. <clears throat> we appreciate you guys. Um, so somebody like me, who is is, and I've talked about this on season one, like in my own like quadruple consciousness, like what makes me me. There's all sorts of things, right? It's being. I, I, I have a lot of real Mexican friends. And when I say real Mexican friends, I mean they were born in Mexico. And so I had these long conversations with dudes at work because I used to work with dudes from all over the the world. And we would talk about things like this all the time. And uh, they were like, you're not Mexican. You weren't born in Mexico. So what is that? Where were you born? Uh, San Francisco, California. What country is that in? United States. So that makes you what? An American. That's what that's what these fools were telling me. So it's almost like when somebody calls you a pocho, it's almost like a derogatory term. Maybe not now so much, but um, back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, it was meant to be offensive. Mm. It was meant to say, like, look at this beautiful mango, exotic looking, and then you bite into it and it has no flavor. <laughs> <laughs> You every know, mango just, has flavor, bro. Every mango's juicy. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, 
But you get what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the a coconut. Yeah, You're brown a on co- the outside, white on the inside. And then white on the inside, just you have no... I always assume it's because you don't speak the language. You don't speak Spanish. Yeah, you don't speak Spanish. That's um, what a pocho was to me, right? Or, or that's what... You've lost your quote-unquote flavor. Huh. To me... It's you lack adversity and are higher up in privilege. D- diversity? Yeah. God, you said adversity. Oh, adversary. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, privilege because you don't speak Spanish. <laughs> that makes you privileged. No, okay, okay. So, but it also has to do with where your parents are from too, right? Mm-hmm. Or no? No, I think it can be just... So if your parents were from immigrants, just immigrants, immigrants just, and you grew up in the United States, you, you would still be considered a pocho. What if you spoke Spanish? I think it just goes for any culture. If you came here, you faced adversity. You have that in you. You face struggles. Mm-hmm. And I think that when somebody calls you a pocho like i was referred to uh, we they said oh we thought in a group of i mean like 20 women they said gilda where are you from and i said el salvador and it was like i said i was from planet mars they were like what you know and then they were why like do you guys have such a bad rap what why why do why do i know a lot of mexicans look down on people from el salvador why why is that they feel I know the little, women. They feel like I know higher. the women have a bad rap for having a lot of attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have attitude, not at all. Um, yeah, they they have a rap of being crazy, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> the the fools too. Yeah, those fools. They they have a reputation. Salvadorian men. I don't care. I mean, there are a few good ones, but a lot of them are dicks yeah and i would never ever (laughs) (laughs) scream it and like never ever again um be with a salvadorian macho yeah man anyways so they were surprised that i was um salvadorian and they said they just kept throwing this term out there they kept saying oh we thought you were a bocha we thought you were a bocha and i was like so offended i was like no i wanted them to know that i had gone through many of the same struggles Mm. that they had gone through yeah so that's what was offensive to me so when you say bocho it's like they haven't gone through what you've gone through and i think we even touched on that with um when you called me a bootlicker (laughs) (laughs) you were licking boots in the summer weren't you No. no i was not this is my stance on it. I have. Do you have a, you a, have a blue fly, a flag, a blue line flag? You rock it on your car. <laughs> <laughs> so I have friends that are cops. So do I. Police. I don't even like to ref- to refer to them as cops. Pigs. I mean cops. <gasps> <laughs> we'll do Mac, an episode on Mac. That. If you're listening, I just smack the crap out of them. Hey, I, I don't really have problem problems with good pigs. There, I'm cops. There, there's really there's um. There's a few of them that are pretty good. Okay, but I see them as authority, as protect and serve. That's just the way I was raised. Mm-hmm. You, I feel like, w- view them as like, oh, let's challenge this ticket. Let's challenge. Like, uh, no. No? Not really. 
only because I've I've done history on the hist I've done research on the history of policing, like what it means to be a police officer. To me, it's an honor. To the origin of it has nothing honor is nothing honorable about it, and what it's morphed into. <clears throat> That's another episode, though. Let's move on. But I'm telling you that from my immigrant background, you're either scared of police officers or you respect them. Mm. Well, be, you respect the them because you're scared. You don't want to get in trouble because of your um, your status in the country. Oh, like you don't want to get popped for something and then they send you back. Send yeah. You back home, right? Yeah. So Especially to, or, you know, if you're trying to. Low. If you're trying to um, do paperwork the right way, you don't want to get in trouble. Right. In any sort of trouble, not at school with your teacher, you're taught to be very respectful of anybody in authority. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was kind yeah. of brought up to see Bolchos as like not that at all, just like doing whatever they want because they're past those struggles. Uh, that's, that's, that's where you connect the privilege to. Definitely. Okay. And I might be completely wrong, but yeah. that's that's my... It's your understanding of this whole thing. Yeah, it's like changed my mind. Okay. So back to the original. Um, brown facing. Brown facing. So, the, so Hispanic culture or Latinx culture, as Gilda would probably refer to it, it it's really complicated. There's so many different layers. Exactly. Like, There's so many different layers. And for you... Not you, but for anybody to come and come and pick and choose, oh, I want laid edges or I want those beautiful, colorful sandals or I want a unibrow like Frida. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't get or the to dress, like the colorful dresses. Yeah. What's the proper term for There's probably a proper term for it. There's know. probably a proper term. Um, and I think it's more in Mexican culture, but, right. you know, vibrant colors. That's not. Our traditions, our cultures are not a trend. Mm. They're not just a trend. Right. You don't it's you don't get to pick and choose from the safety of your home, of your community and say, Oh, I wanna go ahead and get big hoops and, you know, add some slang to it or, you know, uh I can't think of the word, um, not slang, but you know the saying, the bigger the hoop, the bigger the hoe. <laughs> <laughs> That's like LA chola culture right there. Yeah. yeah. And now it's back east and across the pond. Right. You know, but do you know the origins of that? My issue is when you want the aesthetic, but you don't want to even make the effort to look into where that came from. Yeah. You know. Then what about foods like Shia, who actually is from LA? Who he really grew up in Los Angeles. He's so an Angelino. He's an a Angelino. True Angelino. Right. And if you're an Angelino, you aren't you just a huge melting pot of, of everything. everything? Right. So what what I'm saying is like it's even beautiful. Even that character he's playing though, he he's playing a fool that grew up in the hood with his homies who are involved in drug smuggling and different things and, and prison gang life that translates into the streets. And he just has the talk, the lingo. He doesn't, he, he's been um, saturated in that culture. And he just talks like that. But he's a Jewish guy that grew up in the hood. That's the character. Mm-hmm. So you had a problem with that. 
Well, by the way, he talked. Well, you got to see the movie. <laughs> I have to see the movie. It looks interesting. I'm not not. By the way, it. he dies right away. <sighs> Josh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't I didn't I didn't like the movie because David Ayers kind of sucks. Like he he has made a couple of good movies, but like there was no real like it was so predictable. It was like the, I, it was basic. Kind kind of. I mean, it was okay. It was okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't like oh I'm gonna rent it again. I wouldn't spend another eight dollars whatever it was to rent again. I'll wait till it comes on Netflix. Before Some I people might have. I actually really enjoyed Shia's character, though. I thought his character was dope. I thought it was he was funny. He wasn't trying to be funny, but it just came off as like it was. It was. It felt authentic. Mm-hmm. Bobby Soto's character didn't even feel real to me. The the main character. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's just me. But I grew up with guys in my neighborhood where I grew up. My best friend, his name was Derek. He was a black brother. I had a little white boy homie named Ricky, and the rest of us were brown kids. Can I call myself a Mexican? Because I feel like I can't. It kind of bothers me when you do, to be perfectly honest with you. Well, most people of Mexican descent always say Mexican. I Okay, this is what bothers me from anybody. You can't call yourself something and not put effort into it put effort into it like what yeah like um you know i really appreciate if i go eat indian food and i maybe mispronounce something and they correct me now i want to know more now i'm enticed like okay wait how do you say it i'm gonna pronounce it a few times i'm gonna want to go and look at where the origin of that food Mm -hmm. but that's just that's just me. But I appreciate people that... <laughs> no. <laughs> I think the term is called cultured. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate anybody who takes the time to look into so somebody's culture. So why can't I culture. say Mexican? Why can't I call myself Mexican? Because you feel I don't put the effort into my... What does that mean? If you're going to call yourself anything, I just think that you should put the effort. Like if I... You want me to wear a, a, a poncho? Uh, chunklas <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to do that because you wouldn't even know where they came from. You want me to? You want me to? Uh, I want, want you to, to make... go to Mexico. I want you to go to. I've Mexico. been to Mexico many times. I've been to. I've been to Mexico plenty of times. Yeah, I used to go all the time by myself to go eat. By myself at sixteen, I would go to concerts. My boys were too f- afraid to cross the border, so they would wait for me. I walk across, I take a taxi, I go to the little taco spot, eat, come back, boom. I so doesn't meal. that sound like you're picking and choosing what you want to? Like, no, it I means just want I want a, some a bomb ass flavor. It means exactly. I want some bomb you just want ass a little authentic. authentic. Yeah. It, yeah, from the safety of crossing back and just saying, I had some tacos de carnitas. <laughs> i had some tacos de perro right there the, um, i don't even know what you just said some dog tacos because so, you know it's a it's a a perro. Assume, a perro people assume that we eat dogs over there not we but people mexican people eat dogs because yeah. there's dogs everywhere everywhere no, so no, I used to go to Mexico all the time. Well, I've been when to Nigeria. I went to Mexico, uh, is that like Niger- Nigerian? 
That well, means you're supposed to just embrace the culture. Like when I, I went to Mexico two years ago, um, and I was like, <laughs> that feels like I cultural appropriation, bro. No, <laughs> no, I was it feels like, like you're fronting. I'm not. I'm just saying. When I was in the like when the taxi cab driver, you, I was you, like, you grew your unibrow when you were in Mexico, didn't you? I did. Wow. I did. That's cultural appropriation, but like we were in this just ostentatious um, resort, just insanely like luxurious resort, and I was like so unhappy there. I was like, I want to go to the, city, the streets. I want to go to the streets. I want to go to the cobblestone streets and have a dog nearly bite me, mm. and you know, eat almost a- get kidnapped. <laughs> So why'd you kidnap me? <laughs> what happened? What next, did you guys? like? What did you like about me? What made you pick me? <laughs> wow, we're stereotyping now. <laughs> no, we're not. Oh, here's another thing that bothered me. While we were there, we were there on a family vacation, and um, there was this beautiful town called Sayulita. It's a sleepy beach town in Mexico, mm-hmm. and you know that. Sleepy Beach Town no, no, in Mexico. No, no, What's it called? What's Sayulita. Does it, what does that translate as? Cellulite? Oh, my God. You're <laughs> so offensive. No, what's the English translation? It, it may not have an English translation, okay. but it's a sleepy little beach town. Um, if you're a little hippie, you go there and you just, you know. Do coke. Be- weed. Do coke and weed. Yeah. Kick it on the beach. No, but the people there are all about colorful little pom-poms, you know, pom-poms? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they sell a lot of their art on the streets. So were you there a little keychain? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, I wish I would have brought more. Um, but I didn't appreciate, like, when we were there, a few of the people that we were there with, they were, like, trying to swindle these vendors, these street vendors. What do you mean swindle? You like negotiate? Ne- negotiate, but I don't like that. These people probably walked down an entire mountain. They cultivated that fruit, chopped it up for you. They didn't go to Vons. They didn't order it online. You know, they brought it down. They made the effort to make these things. And they raised the price for tourists. That's their right. We do that. That's capitalism. And it's your right to negotiate. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to give you whatever you're asking for. Whatever you're asking for. Okay. Because if I, if you're asking for $2 for a pom-pom, when I just paid 8 or $14 for a cocktail at the resort, mm. tell me that doesn't, that's yeah, not yeah. like no, but, but, disrespectful. <clears throat> but they, a lot of them, uh, you can negotiate. Like that's part of. Why like, would I want to? This is where you and I differ. I wouldn't. So who was trying to negotiate or like haggle them on price? Not you don't have to name. Them, I'm just saying like that's what a lot of people do. Yeah, and I'm just not one of these people that are gonna haggle a street vendor even here. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, yeah, you're right. Like you don't. I'm not gonna go to somebody selling you know oranges or flowers $5 a bag on. And like, oh, I'll give yeah, you and three. be like, yeah, and be like, what if I buy this many? You know, am I going to do that at Vons? Am I going to um, go ahead and... Trader Hose? Trader Hose. Um, 
no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to pay whatever they say and that's it. Mm-hmm. So why am I going to do this is these hardworking people who are not under air conditioning, they're risking maybe even their legal status just standing on that corner. Right. Just give them what they deserve. Yeah. No, that, that I, I agree with that. I agree with that for sure. You, I always try to support street vendors. We have some yeah, of, you're so our, lucky. You have a ding ding man that it comes to our front, our front, uh, our front, right in the front. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You have that. You have. Um, you're lucky to have the the ice cream truck, and then I'm lucky enough to have the the es, lady, estrabe. the the esquite lady. Mm-hmm. Do you know what an esquite is? Yes, it's corn. Good job. We eat it all the time from the guy across the street from our elementary school. Now, how do I feel when I drive to Malibu and they're selling street-style corn, <laughs> fire-roasted with cotija cheese oh my God. and an aioli? You mean mayonnaise? <laughs> <laughs> mayonnaise-flavored mayonnaise. Topped with parsley. The fuck out of here. $12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, $12 and, you know, a $12 margarita. Yeah. But because I'm, you know, probably in, in Paradise Cove, I'll right. pay for it because it's for the gram. Wow. Yeah, yeah. When you can get it on the street corner. For like two fifty. Yeah. You know, and the lady knows me by name and she knows my kids and she right. knows she's seen them grow up and right. I appreciate that. Yeah. That's my culture. LA is big on like taking fusion food. Fusion. Fusion. A I term, eat. as my friend Seth let me know, was invented by whites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, to, well, to market. Few, so, like, remember a few years ago, the fusion tacos, the Korean-style tacos. Wait, Korean and tacos? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What's up? Are you throwing shade at Kogi? Yeah, I never had it. <laughs> You've never? Do you know who started Kogi? No. Roy Choi. I don't know who that is. A Korean-American L.A. Angelino legend. Started his own truck because he's from L.A. and said this was a natural thing. Like our cultures are very similar. Korean tacos. Okay, I respect that. And they're freaking bomb, bro. How how have you not had Kogi and you live in Los Angeles? Because they were truck-based, right? Oh, wait, wait, wait. What's wrong with trucks? Are you too good to eat off a truck? Now I am because now I'm a butcher. Wow. I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. Not at all. It's just that. Um, Some it, of my favorite taco spots are from trucks or sh- the street vendors. Really? I went to, I go to East LA to go. The tacos that I really want to try those tacos that you were talking about. Was it Momo's? Oh, Momo. Bomb, bro. Bomb. Bomb. Next level. And you literally go in an alley in Boyle Heights and wait in line in an alley. You know, when you said those tacos over the summer, 
um, they were making their way to Panorama City or something, right? Yeah. You were so it wasn't excited same. about it. But I was like, because it's Josh, it's probably like a pop-up and let me check it out. And then, no, it's like super down to earth, like mm-hmm. cardboard box on the writing. <laughs> yeah. No, but. The, <laughs> and I was like, okay, th- those are legit tacos. Yeah. But no, the, the, the real one on Fairmount in Islos is next level. There's something about it. I want, I want us to do that, to go like on a little, um. Have you seen that TikTok challenge where you get in a car and you pick the appetizer, you pick the dessert, you pick the entree? Yeah, it'd be dope. It, yeah. It, but all street, all street food. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Okay. Where were we? I think we're all over the place. Where, where, yeah. Where were we going? What's the next thing? Boy. Okay. Back to Shia. <laughs> <laughs> Sick ass fool. Um, yeah. I didn't have a problem with it. It, you know, it, it was a, it was a movie. Ba- okay. Back to what I was saying about growing up in my neighborhood. We grew up with everybody. Like, like you said, it's a melting pot, but we all had one thing in common. What? Girls. Uh, that too. But our hate for Cody and Patrick, the white kids on the, on the, <laughs> on the block. I was like, who's Cody and Patrick? Co- I mean, co- with a name like Cody and Patrick. Who else would it be but the white boys? White boys. And see, can I tell you something? This is so weird, and I'm going to say Not that so I, I don't like white people. I love white people. I love white people. Yeah, me too. Like, I love... Mayonnaise-flavored people. White boys. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She went, like, love, and her eyes were, like, twitching. In the, yeah. In, like, rolling back. I got sure. goosebumps. I'm just kidding. Um... <laughs> My first crush was a boy named Michael Marble. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Marble. Sh- Michael sounds Marble. Like a porn name. Oh my god! <laughs> what? <laughs> Michael Marble. It just sounds like a or a comic hero. <laughs> yeah, that dude. <laughs> well, he was this. Oh my god. Um, he dreamy. was just this dreamy white boy, blue eyed hand he had some color to him and just this platinum blonde natural highlighted hair and i was like i want to marry a white boy so bad (laughs) (laughs) and i like nothing but white boys until you started talking to them and they were like wait what's this and you know they're very just because they don't know though that's why you're there to teach them bro you could have been with Mike. You could have been Gilda Marble. Age, oh my God! No, his wife's just. Oh, you still follow him? Are you? I don't follow him. I stalked him like a good girl, <laughs> like a normal person, <laughs> like would a do. normal girl would do. I was just, you know, oh, I'm bored. Oh wait, where's Michael, where's Michael Marble? Marble? <laughs> He's like a ESPN. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some ESPN sports dude now. A white guy job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, no! So oh, wait, we, wait, wait, we, wait, wait, wait! So you just touched on this. So are certain jobs only for whites, and other jobs are only for like our donut shops, stereotype, stereo? I can't say it. Yeah, um, Asian, Asian owned, like liquor stores, Indian owned, mm-hmm. or Middle Eastern owned. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Yeah, no, I mean... Does it take away from their authenticity if if they're not? Hmm, right. You know, people like, have... Like somebody well, opening up a soul food restaurant and they're... And they're not black. <laughs> <laughs> white. White. <laughs> but what about them Southern white people who make some good soul food, though? No, then that's that's different, huh? It's not. It can't be considered soul food because soul food is is a is a black thing. Mm-hmm. I used to work in Chasworth. And if we're wrong about anything, Les Le Sisters in Chasworth, and one of my friends, she was black. She was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, it ain't real." I'm like, "Why not?" She's like, "They, you don't do it right." I was like, "All right." You know, I went to San Francisco um, like two years ago and at the Ghirardelli Plaza, we were leaving and there was a Salvadorian restaurant (laughs) selling pupusas for like 12 bucks. Oh my God. Now, do you know what pupusas are topped with? What? No, are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. Oh, I thought you were like referring to what they were doing. No, pop quiz. Do you know what pupusas are topped with? It's like a a pickled cabbage, right? (laughs) That's exactly what they said. They said with coleslaw and salsa. Yeah. No, it's called curtido Mm -hmm. y salsa. Mm -hmm. You know. Which is what? What is it? Curtido is cabbage. It's almost like um, Koreans have this. Kimchi. Kimchi. You wouldn't know because you've never been a kogi. Wow. I've had... um, you haven't had a kimchi, guess it. I've had a kimchi. I have it in my fridge from Bonds. <laughs> wow. Um, At least it's not Trader O's. But I'm not going to get kimchi and say, oh, whatever. I can't pronounce it. I'll just call it, you know, pickled cabbage. <laughs> 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 That's what pisses me off. When you put no effort. When somebody does not put effort into, wait, what is this? And, you know... How do you really make it? Mm-hmm. You know, that's where I have an issue. Yeah, that's Without. your that's your own issue, though. To be honest, um, I don't think you need to. But you're like this. You're a movie snob, a- and a, a music. Yeah, you could be like a music snob. When I say, "Oh, I like this," and then you're like, "Bro, oh. you're so fake. You don't even know. Do you even know the origins?" Like. <laughs> That's yeah, different. you're a old school <laughs> no, hip hop. Yeah, head. no, no, because it, I'm like people are like, oh, I love this song. This beat is amazing. Ew, who talks like that? You do, and I'm like, <laughs> bro, that's a sample from you know Isaac Hayes, 1978 or whatever. And I know that. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Which song are you talking about? Josh. You didn't know the origin of a couple of songs, and I was like, "Bro, okay." So, how does that make you feel? It it like it bothers you now. Somebody doing that with my entire culture. Yeah, white people. Yeah, imagine you trying to educate me. (laughs) No, it's not just white people. It's you. It's me. (laughs) Wow. Just because I don't like pupusas, bro. This is where all this is coming from. You did not just say that. You've probably n- never even lo- had them. a pupusa. I'm just kidding. I love them. There's a lady down the street on Astoria, right right by the Silmar Shopping Center. Um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe next time you go there, you just try to get to know her. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. She'll call you amorcito. Yeah. Oh, they love me. I'm telling you, all these that, little that, ladies that, love me. That's, that's our thing. Yeah. When you go to a Salvadorian restaurant, we call you amor mm-hmm. and corazón. Mm-hmm. And we just that's make That's why you... I tip them so good. Good. Because they make me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. They make you feel like it's just you and they're serving you something so special. So... What do you say to people who like like our culture? They can't like it. They can like it. They're more than welcome to like it. Um actually, I hope she's listening. Crystal, Crystal mm-hmm. in North Carolina. My family moved to North Carolina in the early 90s. And um so another white yeah, to a hick, hick, hick town, Hickory, North Carolina. And they met. But you know what we love about Cristal mm. is that she's completely fluent in Spanish. They got together at like 14. Oh, a white dude. She married a white dude? No. My nephew married a white girl. Mm. And she just dove in cannonballed into our culture oh she speaks spanish fluently fluently better than my kids Mm. and we just ate it up we love that about her (laughs) we love she's a down ass fool she didn't try to change anything yeah she didn't try to change anything she just was like give it to me and she just ate it all up she didn't try to change it. She right, didn't try right, to right. pick and choose what she wanted. She just embraced the entire culture, all the struggles. Would you let her wear like your cultural? Absolutely. Like, you know, dressing styles? Absolutely. She has a past. She has a past. She Her effort was there. Wow. So you, you can give people passes or revoke their past. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because... You just feel like you can. Wow. (laughs) Not like that. Because you have the right. If I'm being honest, I feel like I have a little bit more right Hmm. than than some people. Interesting. But let me let me kind of end my my banter on a positive note. I don't want to label anybody or myself and i think that this is what i love about you and i is that we don't label or box each other in on anything like we're californians that would be perfectly happy moving anywhere else and embracing their culture right our Mm open-mindedness i'll speak for myself my (laughs) (laughs) open-mindedness No, because I don't want to put words in your mouth. Like I'm very um, open-minded. You are. You are. And that's what I like about you. Um, we're not trying to like box each other in. I'm not trying to say I'm Catholic and I'm not com- a complete ratch sometimes. <laughs> most of the time. What is a ratch for our white listeners? You you tell them. You tell them what ratch means. Uh, what does it mean? It's like trap music, twerking, loud, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's it's a lot of things. spicy inappropriateness righteous and ratchet that's the point we're both we, we can are be two both, things at the same time we are both and that's what i'm saying ratchet. i could you know you could be i can i'm multiple things at the same time we are we are and all the moral of the story is i if, like white rice me too i love white rice cream corn cream corn for yeah a bland, ham bland uh, or ra- raisins and potato salad <laughs> ambrosia <laughs> ambrosia and our traditional meals carnitas everything pupusas chile rellenos so oh, all right. i ask all, the moral of the story is next time maybe roll an r for me okay not you, just anybody. Just put a little bit of effort and respect into the love that we are serving you. Yeah, and stop stop trying to steal our shit if it's not yours, though, too. You know what I mean? Right? Like what? No, like everything we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be wearing Cortez's if you're not from the hood. I almost wore Cortez's. That would have been so appropriate. All right. Well, you're from the hood. Yeah. You're from Noah. And you know, and that's why I didn't want Cortez. I was Because like, you were from the hood. Want, yeah, because right, right, I was right, like, right, I don't right. want to be associated exactly. with. Exactly. So you don't know how all the little dynamics that we have to go through, white people. Yeah. Yeah. And now. That makes perfect sense to me because that right there just like sealed it. Like that makes perfect sense because I remember this kid named Joe. He was the only cholo in, in our school. Mm-hmm. And he was my best friend. Why did he befriend me? I don't really? know. Yeah. And so. I I I was like in fifth, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, and um, we were homies. And people assumed that I was a child, but I wasn't. It was just my friend. Yeah, but he wore Cortez. He was the only kid in school that wore Cortezes. Right, like a right, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And now it's me, and I almost walked in with Cortez. With Cortez. Instead you got Kiki shoes on because you're no. always stealing Kiki shoes. No, I'm not wearing Kiki shoes. Um How far in are we? An hour and 20. No, hour hour and like 10. Oh shoot. Um So, hit up our line, our yeah. new line. What we is will... it? <laughs> you don't even know what it is. Bro. Um we will post it on our Instagram page. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes once you find it. Yeah, and on our Instagram page. And we will, um, we have an upcoming Valentine's Day episode that I'm really promoting. It's like my baby. Mm-hmm. And we really want to hear everything love. We want to hear your love stories. Send us pictures, your parents' pictures. Um, what does love mean to you? Is it your sister? Is it your girlfriend? Is it your boyfriend? Is it your homie? Is it your work buddy? Your work your work husband. Your work hubby. Your work wife. Yeah. Your side chick. No. Your side vato. Your Sancho. Your Sancho. For those that don't know. Yeah. Your Sancha. All of that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Shout out to Shia LaBeouf, a real douchebag. I heard he's I heard he's uh, on some real douchebaggery though. By the way, yeah, didn't he like hit his girlfriend or something? 
Um, we don't know. We don't know. What there you go, defending them. I mean, uh, allegedly, he was a, he allegedly, was, he was accused of like being a what you were talking about earlier, like a nar- like a narcissist. Yeah, just like putting her through hell. Yeah, so. that's a whole other episode. Toxic relationships coming up later in the season. Toxic Tuesday. Toxic Tuesday. Look out for Toxic Tuesday on the gram. One of the most popular and requested days. On your IG. On my IG. <laughs> it's completely toxic. And only one of those is about me every <laughs> time. <laughs> because people want to assume all sorts of stuff about me. Yeah. Okay, guys. Thanks for listening to our rant. Thank you, Josh. About, about Hispanic cultural appropriation, brown face, all of it. So I'm still equally you're one of you're one of us and you're one of them yeah right okay and i love them yeah. i love 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 yeah yeah yeah. We, you know my white people we like we like you guys i, I don't hate cops by the way i don't <laughs> sorry just to clarify i don't want to come off as i hate cops okay. hey cap <laughs> By the way, why was Jennifer Lopez, who's a Puerto Rican, playing a Mexican, though? Because she had the booty. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's it. They said, turn around. Hired. Hired. (laughs) Because Selena had that ass. Yeah. She was bomb. Anything for Selena's. Anything for for Selena's.